This is Cody, and I present to you this very important message. The views and opinions expressed in this show are solely those of the host and do not reflect the official policy or positions of the host employers. Any content provided by our hosts is their opinion and is not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, entity, individual, or anyone, or anything, for that matter. Thank you and God bless. Hey, I bet you guys thought we were never going to finish this se- this season. I, but hey, we're back. Everyone has survived camping for the government. They've survived their children touching their balls covered in poop and then putting their fingers in their mouths. Then everyone got back to their high school weight because of vomit and throw up and poops. Lots of poop stuff this week. That said, we are happy to be back. This season of Pretty Little Liars Original Sin is over, and I I think Aaron was pleasantly surprised at the finale. We'll we'll find out soon. Uh, I mean, Aaron, you texted us last night. You're like, holy shit. Yeah, either it was holy shit that was fucking stupid, or like, okay, holy shit. Uh, th- there were Both. so many unexpected turns, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will I will be as plain in my reaction as possible. I I will explain what happened to you uh in very simple terms and then if we we if we care to extrapolate we can. Well, so I have a I have an episode guide up for this episode. I, I watched it twice. I just forgot to take notes on it the second time. Um so I have an episode guide. Aaron's got a an episode guide up that is brief points um i have i have notes but they're not on the same page i couldn't find aaron's page yeah i don't know how that happened maybe we didn't make him admin on that and he's not it couldn't share across everything i don't know it's just his own private little page oh but regardless um who wants to i don't know is today the day we mess with the format do one of y'all want to walk us through the episode um, Aaron, it is your first season finale. Do you want to do the honors of walking us through the episode from your point of view? I will, or? but go ahead, go ahead and, and send me over what you're looking at, and then um, I would love to proctor this conversation. Uh, being that this is the first full season of uh, Pretty Little Liars I've ever watched, uh, I think it, I think it kind of makes sense. Um, if you could, oh, decide. Kind of remind us or where we left off. See, I like I like where Aaron's at there because my very first note, I was like, so I've watched this twice, like JM did. So the first time I watched it, I forgot JM was going camping for two weeks, and I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, let's go, guys. Like, we're, we're, we're recording on Wednesday. I'm watching this on Tuesday. Let's go. And so I watched it once, and then I didn't watch it again for, oh, God, I guess two weeks, and my very first note is, Man, I don't remember anything that happened in episode nine. <laughs> That's all right. Um, but, you yeah. know, I caught up. But, like, I'm just, I was watching, like, 
oh, what the fuck? How did we get here? Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So episode it all, it all, episode it all nine was our episode nine was our pretty heavy deep one. That's the one that starts out yeah. with the girls um, confronting all the moms, saying, "Hey, we know what happened to Angela Waters." Um, it also goes through um, what we think um, is going to who we think the rapist is. Um, we think it's Chip. Um, yeah, they're circling that drain. Um, I, I think I, by the end of episode nine, is it end of episode nine or beginning of ten? They assume that A is Beasley. Sheriff so it's the end of episode nine. We're thinking that now the sheriff yeah. is the sheriff. Um, Farron is confronted about cutting herself. Um, yeah, and she tells basically, uh, or Farron. Sorry, Farron. Um, Confront Sheriff Confronts Beasley Karen. about Kelly cutting herself. Karen the Kelly. Kelly Karen. Yeah. Okay. And so one more thing before we start. Can we all agree this is a this has been in the canon of Christmas episodes? Uh what do you mean? Well, I mean, at the end of it we have a very uh ham fisted Christmas reunion, I felt like, and everything's snowy. I think it's all sort of barreling towards Christmas. It's in December. Yeah, it's right before the it's right before the Can holiday break for the school. Could we could we say this is a Christmas episode? An episode that maybe, you know, some people out there would start a tradition of watching this each Christmas season. <laughs> Are we trying to Like Die Hard. There you go. That's yeah, where he was trying hard. to get like, like Die Hard. Like Lethal Weapon. Yeah, that's where I would that figure. I believe these that like, is a far reach, but this is a perfect uh season starter for Halloween season. So I, I, I will agree with you um on on some of those sentiments, yes. So that well, re- the show in ge- that recap was I just good, sent uh, you precursor spooky season. Yeah, that recap I just sent you um said because it's a Chris it's going into Christmas break. Um and they said it it skewed more towards Black Christmas than A Wonderful Life, which Black Christmas is a another horror movie. Um, we are going to <laughs> Cody for some reason just dropped out of the. Uh... <laughs> I never stop recording. It's fine. You don't. You won't have to splice it. <laughs> no, I won't. I, I I put a little more. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're getting to that point. Also, Cody, uh, before we move into this. Officially, uh, I just want to let you know that um, I owe Aaron $5 now. So when we originally thought we were going to record on Thursday was the day Coolio died. And I bet, and I sent Aaron a text separately. I go, I bet anything Cody's intro is going to be like a a parody of Gangster's Paradise for the episode intro. I've had such a bad week that like... I'm just good to be in a good mood today. <laughs> uh dude, uh don't keep the five bucks. Buy me uh buy me a Lone Star next week when we get together. Oh, there will be uh, Lone Stars bought. Good. Yeah. Uh good. Um ladies and gentlemen, uh we're gonna go ahead and hop into uh the Pretty Little Liars original sin season finale. And having watched the show for the first time, I gotta tell you there are many uh, peaks and valleys and surprises and in the finale we absolutely have uh, some finales in store for you um, but kicking things off Cody and 
uh, JM, they absolutely left us off in a great place from episode nine. Yeah, Jumping so, uh, into es- uh, into uh, episode 10, we have this, uh, if any of you have watched Carrie, it definitely has this Carrie-esque vibe. Um, we are introduced to our uh, a flashback of Angela. And Angela is arguing with her mom, uh, and Angela basically just runs out of the uh, out of the house to go to this New Year's Eve rave, and, and sometimes, and I don't know if you guys had this feeling, but when I watch this show, I immediately want to think of this show in the context of it being in the '80s, or maybe even the early '90s. So to have this show uh, set in the early 2000s, it's always kind of trippy for me because. Um, uh, Angela is talking about going to a rave. Um, well, it's a it's the Y two K rave, so it's actually like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. What Thank did y'all okay. on the dot? What did y'all yeah. do for Y two K? By the way, because you got stockpiled water. Did you really? We did. Okay. What did you have like My, a Y two K party or anything? No. No. Uh, it was no. New Year's Eve. My of parents were divorcing. My dad was back from. Uh, Bosnia, so he's living in our garage in Round Rock before he moved out, and like his last night with us was New Year's Eve, and uh, my mom went out, obviously, because she's like you know, they're divorcing, whatever, and uh, my dad found out the hard way that you have to put water into a bottle if you're going to light a bottle rocket, because he lit it, uh, and it melted fucking exploded. No, exploded the... It was a glass bottle oh. and exploded the neighbor. It, it just fell over and, like, exploded the neighbor's fence across the street. That's how I remember Y2K. Oh, my God. I see, and I thought I had the saddest one because we got to... We'd always go over to my buddy Robbie's house, um, and it was just a bunch of us that were, like, m- friends from middle school and elementary school because Y2K were going into our... Going... How's the math on that work? That is the... I was in seventh grade. Yeah, so it's our eighth grade year. It's halfway through our eighth grade year. And we went over and we were playing... It's like four or five of us. We're playing video games. We did... Uh, we started this tradition where we would get like a thousand piece puzzle or some shit like that. Um, and leading up to it, we'd sit around and we'd just eat food and do this puzzle collectively as a group. Um and then his mom would like we'd all sign it, and his mom would frame it and hang it up. And that was like our all the way through college, we did this shit. And of course, like by the end, we're getting we're hammered, drunk, and we're still doing these puzzles and playing poker and doing stuff like that. <laughs> that's kind of cool. But that's what we did. Like that was our that was our New Year's tradition for almost like eight years or something like that. We'd always go back to Robbie's house. We'd do sit down, do these puzzles, eat food, bullshit, and just bring our skateboards, light fireworks. His dad was. Um, his dad was the cool dad and only come to find out later is cause he was a raging alcoholic. Um, but the like we'd be, dads. we'd be sitting in there, they'd have the fireplace going. He'd like throw black cats inside the fireplace in the house <laughs> inside. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. It, Robbie's mom must have been like a, just a saint to put up with that. She is. She is. Um, but that's, that was our Y2K was waiting. All right. You know, the, it, the ball drops, the banks don't. The banks don't reset. Everybody doesn't lose their money. So, well, I, I think um, your Y two K party or your New Year's Eve party was a little bit cooler than Angela's, who was getting um, 
how do you say slut shamed for the rape that happened upon herself? Because yeah, this is the full circle. Isn't that wild? Like we started the season with Angela running into the rave with you know Blue Monday playing or yep, uh, it was no orgy, yeah, orgy. Was, well, no, it was orgy's cover orgy. of Blue Monday. Right, and so it's playing, and uh, Angela runs in, just covered in, you know, the, the mascara running, and we're. Uh, I, I, remember, I remember us at the time, like, oh god, like what happened to, what happened to her? Like, was she like attacked outside? Like, and then that's not necessarily the case. She was attacked at some point, but not that night. And um, yeah, and it's all this because is the full it, circle of that, and, and you know, you get that because Angela's Angela gets into the fight with her mom. Um, and she's saying, I want to go out, I want to go out. And we see the tear streak mascara uh, because, as is want in that era of um, of American life, or really probably globally, um, Angela was blamed for her own rape uh, by her isn't mother. That, isn't that wild? Well, and we kind of get some insight in that, you know, understanding that this is a super fundamentalist household um and and how that could happen you know if you weren't if you weren't such a slut if you if you didn't dress so provocatively if you weren't leading these boys on then none of this would have happened yeah because we later find out quite a bit about sort of angela's mom's origin story and kind of a i don't know fall from grace is the right uh way to put it but something along those i love the idea that you're flirting with Let's shelf this one, though, and kind of move things along a little bit, uh, shall we? Because um, in the present day, the kids are uh, the children, the teenagers. Uh, they're getting ready to go into Christmas break. Um, the Kelly Karen character, um, I still question which one it is. But Kelly and her mother are absolutely under house arrest with Daddy Sheriff Beasley kind of running the whole um uh, the whole story um but kelly sneaks out she links up with farron and basically kind of lets her know all of the information involving a and that um confides that sheriff beasley could be the mask killer a thoughts reactions discuss well, at this point, Kelly, uh, she does oh, Kelly already know that like, her dad's meeting. Like, does Kelly already know that her dad's like a complete? I believe she already knows. He's just a scumbag. He's got the mm-hmm. whole weird kids at the after school program. So any sort of trust between them is broken. And Sheriff Beasley is very much a cornered, you know, animal at this point. Yeah, he's a. Uh, because he goes full on defense mode. Yeah, and if if I'm not mistaken, it was episode nine. Episode nine is where they confront Mrs. Beasley about Tom being Angela's rapist, and yeah. her mom's so, her mom says, and Mrs. Beasley says she knows. Yeah, so so everyone like everyone kind of has a feel for who Sheriff Beasley is, um, and. You could like they do a really good job of filming his scenes, like his family scenes. I, I feel like you really can uh, feel the tension in the household uh, between Kelly and the dad, and just the mom at a breaking point. Like you, they do a very good job of capturing that. Yeah, and we're gonna get to that because um, there's a really disturbing 
there's yeah. a really disturbing scene later in this episode, which is, um, I don't want to hold this is hold this, that thought. I think yeah. that's a great place to put a pin in it. This is um, not my, but you can see you can see Sheriff Beasley starting to just come unravel, unglued, and this is not me tooting my own horn, but I, I put it in my notes, maybe for like episode five, six, or one of them, or four and five, or whatever the case was. But remember, because I was like. I have a feeling this guy is just going to come unhinged. Um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I did. And like it starts to see this. And I I really I hate that it's this predictable, but the character, like you can really see some of this character uh, development in this, and I, and I think it's really well written. I we'll get into how we think season two. I is think go. he acts. I think he does a pretty good job acting that role. Like this guy, you know, he nails this part. Yeah. Oh. Moving things along a little bit, the the next bit is going to get a uh, a little a little hard for for some of our listeners. I don't I don't know what uh, everybody's reaction is going to be towards uh, the subject of uh, sexual assault, but basically, Tabby gets confirmation that Chip was there at that uh, that bonfire. Yep, and. She has another idea that maybe if Chip is this, the rapist, he would have held on to a trophy. So Tabby links up with Imogen, and they both figure out a way to, to break into the house. Yeah, they start um, comparing notes, right? Because Imogen re- remembers that walking home after her assault, that she didn't have her underwear on anymore. And so the plan is to get over to Chip's house and say, because they, they know they know Chip's mom, you know, Chip's mom knows both of them, and it's, hey, we're here working on a film project, we just need to go get his camera so we can record this scene. And they're looking for yeah, this they, underwear. Yeah, they bamboozle her, they, they tell her they're doing one thing, but they're actually looking for incriminating evidence on Chip. Um, yeah, and it's... First of all, I love his room. Like, I love the vibe of his room. Uh, not necessarily the content of it, but I really did, like, dig the, just that cinephile vibe that's in the room where he's got the, oh, yeah. he's got just the posters everywhere. He's got the nice collection, um, you know, the collection of art uh, set up. Oh, I was going to ask you a collection of creepy, rapey horror movies. Yeah, and it's all in, like, he's got the, the seedier, um, you know, he's got the hostels and the uh, Serbian film and stuff like that. Um, don't, yeah, yeah. If Aaron, I've if you don't seen see, Serbian but, film, but, but I'm aware what, of it, what, and I know it's fucked up. Yeah, don't, Aaron, if you've never heard of it, just don't even bother Wikipediaing it. It's a terrible it. movie. Um, I watched it on the premise that it was going to be like another hostel kind of thing, and it is kind of along the hostel, but it's like hostel meets, um, Human Centipede with a lot more rape. Yeah, what is this but movie it's, called? It's a, called a Serbian a film. Serbian it's film. Just supposed to be almost unwatchable. Not quite like French New Wave, but around the the premise yeah, is the, on the French New Wave thing. Have you ever seen the Willem Dafoe where he's like, oh, where he like fucks a tree? Yeah. Like yeah, and there's like yeah. sat- satanic vibes thing going uh, on. That was out so, there. So, what's weird is Serbian film is supposed to be a 
from the director itself, it's supposed to be like it's such a graphic movie because it's supposed to be representation of how the Serbian government treated its um, its population um, at a point in the Serbian history, um, and that's why it's so graphic. But it's so that point is so lost because it's not a like there's no clear parallel between it. It's just this horrendous rape movie. Uh, which is yeah. If if you have to try to like go back and tell everyone there's an overarching theme to your movie, there probably really isn't one. Yeah, most gotcha. of the time, I would say that's pretty true most of the time. Yeah, yeah. If you have to explain well, the joke, it's not funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is already a not a not a funny it. joke, um, and it, it does get even worse because um, Imogen, Tabby, and, and Chip, they are finally forced to reconcile. What had happened, and what had happened was, yeah. I uh, love that. I love that line. See what had happened was, right? Um, they confront Chip after all of this stuff. It, the only thing that Tabby and Imogen do not confirm is where the underwear is. So, I don't know if that's a plot point that maybe we marked down that isn't closed. Well, they did a very good job. So. They did a very good job of like good we cop. We got the DNA. Bad, yeah, they did a very good job of like good cop bad copying it um where they basically say that they have evidence without telling him what the evidence is um and let him expose himself. But Aaron, you nailed that quote uh by Chip because it's very we got to remember this. It's 2022 cuz we're in the we're in present day when this is happening. And it's a very good excuse that um, predators use to try to get out of it or try to justify their actions. And you nailed it, Aaron, because you, you grabbed his quote, which is, I swear, just you too. Because how many more girls did you do this to? How many more, as he's, how many more as people? He's, yeah. Yeah, that, that's... I, I, I swear, just you too. Like, I don't know if... It definitely doesn't make it better, so... But if you are a Weasley rapist guy, that does make it sound if it wasn't so bad. That's yeah, th- that 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 stood out to me. Yeah, um, he was trying to explain away all of his bad behavior. Oh, I'm not. So, well, you didn't like me. And, one person, I'm, a, I'm racist know, against everybody. You she know? was there. Yeah, it, that's that's. I love so. You know, Cody and I watched the first two seasons of this together, um, and did our stuff back then. And it was a very like, you know, it's just a teenage drama. It's a teenage. It was it was softer horror drama. Um, it deals with some stuff, but not. It'll touch on it, and maybe carry it for like an episode or two. But then it's just kind of washed away. Um, what I have enjoyed about this because we're only going to see Chip one more time after the scene at the Orpheum. Um. But I will say that one of my one of the things I like about this is the way it brings light to problems that have been happening for thousands of years, right? Um, and social norms and social mores have decided that this is no longer appropriate, and it's giving victims the voices now. Um, and I love, I love how they accurately portray predators. Whether, you know, now, not the horror predator, because the murderer is a whole other beast, but the actual, like, real-life predators of Chip, 
of um, Sheriff Beasley. Yeah, Sheriff Beasley, uh, Wes, the manager there at the Orpheum, um, and how they portray them and how, like, they're almost giving you clues of, like, how to recognize, like, what this predatory nature looks like. And they do a very good job of it. Yeah, I mean, they're giving you clean-cut, nice-looking people, not necessarily just, like, someone who just looks like a scumbag. You know, it's it's not the rapist hiding in the dark alley. It's somebody yeah, that you exactly. know. It's somebody it's that's your best friend. It's your friend. It's somebody that's... Now, I, I do want to disagree with you about Wes being a predator, and I'm cutting hairs here because I, by the end of this, this season, I feel like Wes... Uh, turns a corner like by I think was it it's episode nine he's like he's the one who jogs uh, uh, Tabby's memory like hey yeah like Chip took you home and she's like wait what yeah like I still stand with I still stand with my my sentiment there because he's he's a college graduate she's a high school student he knows what he's he's doing some scummy things but I do feel like by the end of it all he's like Oh shit! Yeah, I I fucked up, and he seems. But, uh, but we get. But we can't apologetic for. Yeah, it. but you still can't. This time. Yeah, you still can't apologize away the actions, right? Like you have to. You still have to hold him accountable for those actions. Am I wrong, Aaron? For a time. I I, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about something else, and and I was, but um, it, it's hard to say. I, I just I don't know. Tabby call I I mean I feel like Tabby is a strong character because she called Wes out on his shit. He was confronted with it. He didn't fight her on it. He's like, yeah, you're right, and then he's able to help her. So I don't know, I'm just trying to give a little bit of redemption for Wes. Yeah, no, I I got it. I, I'm I think not it's important. To. Like you know, when when there is a gray, it's okay to say it's gray. Okay. okay. Um. Okay, and then, I'll, I'll move on that. Yeah, well, and then finish but, the scene off there, Aaron, for us, because that's not the end of the scene with Chip and Tabby and Emma. No, no, and I was going to ask you, what was your guys' read on how the ladies confront him after he admits to their rape? I w- Brittany is watching me, and she's like, oh, wait. Oh, w- now let's go ahead and acknowledge what they say is this year has made us very – very good liars. So I'm trying to get some context here. Why are they good liars? Is that they're liars because they have figured out a way to they get information from people? Yeah, they sort of like okay. trapped them into confessing. Yeah, and this isn't the same context as like Pretty Little Liars where they just, the original series where they're hiding stuff all the time because these girls aren't really hiding anything. Um, they are. They're trying to figure something out. Yeah, they are. They're exposing truth. Um, our pretty little yep. liars are the moms, um, in this series. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, a- as soon as they finish explaining that they're very good liars, A comes out of the background. Uh, who could have seen this one coming? Me. <laughs> yeah. Did you? No, Did I actually you? didn't. And then I didn't. I was the first time. I was like, "Oh shit! What the fuck's this guy doing here?" It gets even better as A comes out. Imogen turns to A and says, "A, that's the guy that raped us. Go get him." Yeah, and, something along uh, the lines it of turns yeah. into a chase scene. He did this. 
uh, he did the same thing that happened to Angela. He did the same thing to us that happened to Angela. And that's all that A needed to just to go into murder mode, I guess, if you will. There you go. Uh, but the they next were, day, I mean, at one point, oh, they were talking about not really, like, they weren't sure if they were going to go to the law enforcement or not. And that's where, like, Brittany piped. It's like, it's like, no. They need to report him. He needs to go to jail. I'm like, yes, yes. Wait, but you got to remember the pact from like yeah. season three or episode three I or know, whatever it was. Where like, but stay out of it and let she me take works care in, of everything. She works in social work. For her, it's like, no, it must be reported. Yeah. We need, like, there needs to be accountability. I'm like, yes, you are right. And we see that later. And so she was happy. Yeah. We're also assuming this show is real. There's plenty of. This show is like there's less suspending of disbelief in this show than the original series. Absolutely, like, believe it or not, <laughs> like there's a lot more suspension of disbelief in the original stuff than this. Yeah, this is uh, much yeah. more realistic yeah. in a weird way. Well, for comparing, it's a lot more practical. Yeah, it's a lot more practical. Okay, like, hey, I could okay. see fifty percent of this happening. Well, practically I, speaking, I, the only normal thing to happen after a chases uh chip away is that the girls go back to school the next day right yeah <laughs> which is basically where we end up at so the next day uh the girls uh the young ladies the liars are discussing the previous night's events um when they all get a long-awaited text from a who's who says your final round is about to begin you broke our rule. Which is, and the rule was stay out of it, let us handle it. Or let A handle it. Well, there's another idea that maybe he's referring to when Baron uh, spilled the beans to Kelly. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, probably that, I think. Because the I girls are already involved. I figured it was just the interaction, like staying the direct interference with anything that was happening was kind of my thought, but... I don't know. I, my thoughts are what rules are, are to be made here. You are a mask killer, and, uh, you know, well, the moms are bad, like a, you're bad. He's like, like a like, mask. What is going on here? He's, he's, he's more like Daredevil or the Batman or actually. He's like a Batman? He's like Punisher. He's a mask well, vigi- he vigilante. vigilante. To an extent, he's a vigilante, yeah. Because yeah. he's not going okay. out there right. killing willy-nilly. Right, like he's he's avenging. Well, wrongs. he did. He killed the janitor. Wow, well, I mean the janitor. Yeah, he probably. I don't know. Probably janitor had a people. <laughs> like the ja- like, Tabby is using the janitor's people for her peep films. Mm-hmm. Um, um, when a well-timed uh, lead discovery in the high school sends them on early break the girls decide to go back to where it all started uh the waters house what what lead was that that they discovered at, at school oh shit um, that I, how, yeah, did they see, end, how did they oh end up it was the at, it was the handwriting that's what it was they figure out the fifth they figure out the or, fifth a water we're going back to that that kind of thing i think yeah like they saw two sets of initial oh hold on hold on look at my notes and uh Okay, yeah. It, no. it doesn't matter. I, Something so gets them going get, back to the Waters house. And Yeah, and that is the Waters house is where... Because we'd initially seen the cage, right? And we'd all speculated 
about like now they found like coloring cage. books in there yeah and stuff so like, like that uh what the fuck's this and then they saw the um the height board and they yep. noticed that there two was marks. two sets of initials both aw you know same date different heights and that's like oh there's two well i think they i think they say there's two angela waters but they like at least they said two a waters maybe so they're both AWs, and they find the cage, and um, I was taking bets amongst myself that his name is probably Aiden. Like, you definitely keep a kid named, like, a kid's name Aiden, that's good, a cage is a good place for him. I was thinking. Well, let me let me stop you there. What else is happening at the same time that they are doing uh, the moms the are being snatched yeah, so up? The moms are one. being snatched up. Yeah, Correct. It's, it's very much... Um, it's very much men in black vans in downtown Seattle are snatching people up, um, unmasked, just taking them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely a lot like that. Um, and then we, so we're coming up to the pivotal scene, like the scene that sets up season two, effectively, um, of the showdown in the high school. Yeah. Yeah, so... And I've got to say, this was, you know, uh, pretty well done. Uh, they all show up to the high school, and each one has an uh, invitation to go to the room of their choice to confront their bullies. I think that's what the... Basically, what the card says is... It says a all bullies must be bullies. punished tonight, starting yeah, with yours. Yeah. And they have to split up and go to designated rooms. And so... And Tabby says, the, like, oh, God... Well, in horror movies, you're not supposed to split up. Yeah. So, like, feasibility-wise, my first thought was, because you go in, and the high school is very well decorated for this event. It's decorated. It's set up. And my first thought was, this is bullshit. Nobody's touch. (laughs) Nobody has this kind of access. Like, okay, when we're going to plausibility stuff, like, this takes so much coordination. Like, you need an event coordinator. You need a whole... You need sl- people. You need a, a whole of slew people. of people doing this. Um, and it's going to make sense, finally. Um, but I need the, you need the, all the really long matches to get all those candles. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Not the short guys. You can't just do short guys. You need the long matches. So we'll go... <laughs> We're going to go through... We are downplaying how elaborate this whole situation looks. And I, because and I can't remember the order of it, and I'm going to try to... it just gets more elaborate I, from here. I'm reading it, I'm reading it, but I'm reading it, and I'm 90% sure it's out of order. Because I think the first person is Tabby, and she finds Chip. Is that right? I think you're correct. I'm pretty sure the first person is Tabby, and she finds Chip. And... He's like taped to the blackboard, I think. Is that right? It's something like that, yeah. Okay. And then the next person is, I think, Farron and Madam Sherry. It's Madam. Yeah. And my note for this one is honestly, the, dan- the dance teacher probably should get punished. Yeah. And that's because. I just get some black uh, swan vibes there. Yeah. Sure. Very, very, very black. I, the, swan I feel vibes. like the dance teacher is actually the biggest bully in the show. Um, and then we're going to find, and I think, and and so, and then Mouse gets Steve, and then, uh, Noah gets, Noah gets the dealer, and then it's Imogen. That's right. And And Imogen's is intense. Yeah, and Imogen (laughs) is. Like, it's so intense. Her mom laid out, um. With the, with the gravestone. With the gravestone for a viewing. 
effectively. It's something like your bitch mother's a liar too. Check her mouth and see. Man, and I can't remember what all of it was because each one of them is supposed to be punished. Um, and I'm trying to think of what the punishments were um, because that was kind of key. What I didn't, uh, I I didn't necessarily agree or understand with. I mean. I thought it was going to be key, but but they don't actually make it that much of a... No, but it was very much, um, oh, almost like seven, right? Um, sure. I, yes. And that's what's kind of... that's Yeah, because everyone had, like, their sin, they were sinned upon by that person, except for Imogen, who... It's her mom, and her mom's not her bully, so they kind of fucked that one up, but, you know, whatever. I guess they couldn't both... Imogen and Tabby couldn't both get chip, I guess. Yeah, and I can't. This is and Karen's already dead. Yeah, and I so just I wish I get, could remember she what gets it, her mom. Because the one that stuck out for me was was Noah and the dealer, right? And so there's all those nasty needles set in there with with some well, kind um, of substance in there. Or a uh, mouse. I'm sorry. No, no, it was Noah. No, ma- Noah, and then with uh, the dance teacher, it was a tattoo gun to make her imperfect. That's right. And then, okay. Uh, I forget what the whole mouse Steve sitch, like what she was supposed to do to him. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, Because I I think with Chip, it was like kill him. I think think there was the knife there. Um, It was a a big knife or some sort of bludgeon, I thought, something like that. And then uh, I don't recall what mouse was supposed to do to Steve, but I know it had to do, and maybe I missed this. So in the hotel, we're kind of all over the place in this one and I don't mind. Well, we've only got one episode, Uh, so we have the time with, um, with mouse refresh my memory on this one. Um, the hotel room with Steve, did he try to molest her or no? No, I don't recall that. No. Okay. That's Yeah. But I feel like the a situation, he was insinuating that, Maybe that guy was also a predator, or is he just preying upon a lost child for his own comfort? I don't know, something like that. I, I wish I could remember. And I'm, I, I missed something. I, I think I missed something either in that episode or just the connection in this episode. But I, we can we can move on yeah, from there. But right. yeah, I think the the big uh, the big focal point here is uh, Davy, uh, Davy Heap, Imogen Heap's mom. <laughs> I don't know if you know what's getting that one. All right. Yeah. So Imogen's mom, Davy, is there, and she's been dug up, which we knew that happened. So now we found where her body is. It's in uh, a science class, and she's supposed to look into her mouth to find why her mom sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that one kind of had me confused. So uh, I'll let that one alone. I, I've got no commentary. That one was more of like a plot mover for them. Like, okay. Okay. Uh, Imogen's got to be confronted with her mom being an asshole, and that's that's really what that is. Yeah, and then our girls are gonna separately. Um, they're going to leave the rooms with their bullies, and they've been directed to the uh, the auditorium that the, has the stage it, in it. The final boss. Yeah. Um, and there they see the four remaining moms. Right. So you've got Noah. Noah's mom, Farron's mom, Tabby's mom, and Mouse's mom, uh, Mouse's biological mother, um, all tied up to chairs in front of the stage in the auditorium or, like, 
my cafeteria had a stage in it. I don't. Did y'all's cafeterias have stage? I know Air, Cody's did. Ours did. Uh, Ours I couldn't did. say. Yeah, all the cafeterias I went to from anyway. like, all the cafeterias I went to from like middle school and all that shit. Um, all had, all had it. Um, they come in and they recognize their mothers, and they start talking amongst themselves. And they go, "All right, did you guys do it?" And all, f- well, four of the five, because one of them's already dead, but collectively they go no none of us did it none of us did it uh and that's and that's we're now we're at the pinnacle like we are at the top of the carousel now um yeah confrontation is imminent yeah and so what we're left with is okay where are we going from here um well we're gonna find out who A is, which is really weird because we don't find out who A is this quickly in any of the series. Um, we don't find out, like, especially not in the original, you don't find out who A is until, like, the end of season two, I think. I didn't realize A was a bad guy from the original show. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's supposed it's to be not the Allison. Same it's different, right? It's different, but... Uh, yeah, so what we're going to find out is as they're talking about this, none other than, and somehow, I think Cody called this one? I called this. I called this one. The, the principal walks out. <laughs> Fucking I did. Principal Clayton I, and, walks out. And I called it because I didn't like his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hated his weird flat top. Like, this motherfucker's A. Um, but we, and it made sense. I mean, if you think about it, he does... I mean, it's, I don't know about as far as elaborate as this, the, you know, the setup is, but the access to the high school, uh, the ability to have a secret room, the janitor finds, so that, all that shit. That's where... Makes more sense. That's where I was going with my initial comment of the setup of the high school. I was like, oh, and when Principal Clayton walks out, I go, oh, that makes sense. He has unfettered access to the entire school. Yeah. Is unfettered the right word to use there? I don't know. I feel. I think it's unfeathered. Like there's any feathers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> See, unfettered, unrestrained, or uninhibited. Yeah, unfettered. Access. Yeah, so that worked. Um, I, I liked it, and also the fact that you called it, even if you were being like facetious about it or just being goofy about it. Like he, I was just being goofy, but I fucking called okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so, feels. I'm gonna. I'm. I am going to I'm going to say that I fucking called it too because Principal Clayton is only the puppet master here, right? Because A comes yeah, out on stage so. and I called it and I said that A was a family member of Angela. I was like it's a brother, it's an uncle, like it's somebody you related did say that. Yeah. directly yeah. to Angela. And Aaron, who the fuck is A? Archie. It's Archie. Yeah, Archie, Archibald. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> what does he say? Like, well, the whole backstory on this, and this, I kind of touched on this in the beginning. So, um, uh, Angela Waters' mom is just very slut shamey, all that. Well, it turns out Angela Waters' mom was probably once a very nice, pretty lady. And she fell, her and the principal, back when they were kids, fell in love. And they, you know, did a lot of, lot of, lot of pee in the V, and they had a baby. 
And they had and a baby out of wedlock in a time when ends you up were, being twins. When it's like in the yeah, 80s, presumably in the eighties. Yeah, um, no, early eighties. Right. And and so click the principal's family, essentially. I mean, this is pretty far fetched, but this no, is no, no. It's very, it's this. very, it's very like well, politicky. No, I think right? it's far fetched that someone could be offered enough money to to leave town. Have you just skip town what, just to have the son be a principal? There's a, or whole, a in the eighties. There's a whole family in Massachusetts that have been doing this for years called the Kennedys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they have a ton of money. I mean, I don't know how much money the Clantons had or whatever the fuck they're in Atlanta, Clayton, but. Yeah. Yeah, just to me, it's like, Clinton. I don't know, like, how much money do they throw at this family to move fucking towns? <laughs> just Wait, I think town they just moved up to Riverdale, having... right? Like, they didn't go too far away. Yeah, so now, like, the other Archie is going to get involved. Yeah. And Jughead. So, and what was it? Was both the twins were left with um, Angela's mom, right? Is that how it worked? Yeah, both. Ke- yeah. yeah, yeah, but only Angela. So, only Angela went to school because Archie was deformed, had a face only a mother could love. Yeah, he was so ugly that they were afraid of sending Archie to school. Um, yeah, <laughs> imagine that. You're just like, okay, yeah. I mean, there, this like this, that whole plot, the whole plot, the origin story here is a little like, okay, we'll just go with that. Sure, it's fine. Um, so yeah, that, that kind of describes now Clanton's like, I saw what your mothers did to my child that I never stepped in to help once. <laughs> so you're like, Oh, now we care. 20 years later. Yeah. Guilt driven murder. Love it. Love it. So that's his villain origin story. That's how he becomes the Joker. Yeah. And then one of the girls is going to send uh, a Farron is going to send like a, um, clandestine text over to Kelly during all of this uh, and beg yeah. for help and asking for help and back at Kelly's house like they uh, things are reaching the boiling point with uh, the sheriff Aaron take over the scene that's going to happen at the Beasley household um, between the mom between Mrs. Beasley Sheriff Beasley and Kelly just walk us through that one because this this scene is like fucking is like or what do you say it's like having sex while camping it's fucking intense <laughs> yeah it's it's something else um let me go ahead and Clancy promises that Sheriff Beasley will also be dealt with uh but no back at the Beasley Kelly gets the text from Farron begging for backup um this Takes off Sheriff Beasley, uh, the father, and he threatens her. He actually pulls out the revolver and he places it on the table. He's like, um, "No one's leaving here. Nobody's <laughs> moving." But yeah. um, Kelly is absolutely roasting Sheriff Beasley in his own house, and it's getting uh, it's, voices are raised. It's dangerous. Like at this point, it's dangerous. Things are boiling well, right now, and he even and mentions a rolling boil. And he even mentions what was, I, and I forgot to capture the line about the gun. Uh, but he, there's three bullets. He said, "No one's he, leaving here tonight." Yeah, is that the line? He says, "There's three bullets. Nobody's it, leaving." It's here along tonight. those lines. It's like how many bullets you think there are yeah. in this gun? It's like there's three, 
and, like and there's three of them in the house. He's like, no one's leaving here tonight. Yeah, straight it's murder like, suicide. Like he is going to clean this house out. Uh, which is brutal. I mean, it's just a very jarring scene. Um, really well done. His, like this has is the his best daughter against the, the wall, show. and he is like he's choking the shit out of her his, too, isn't he? Cho- yeah, right. Like yeah. he's gonna kill her, but before he kills her, he's gonna let her know all the things that he's had on his mind, and then pow, it gets even better because Mrs. Beasley starts stabbing that motherfucker in the stomach. Great. I mean, and then the great. best part from there is it goes right into Motley Crue kickstart my heart. It's a, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, the soundtrack is on yeah. point. Oh man. The yeah. soundtrack is on point. So and so at that is, point, Kelly gets a hold of Greg and like I think they I think they go to ping pong pizza, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was tripping me like, out. Greg, man. we gotta go. Like you, you know, much like Wes, I. I I am going to stand for Greg at the end of a series. I feel like Greg really does a cut turnaround. Yeah. Um, it, get it. So, like, at this point, I don't know if y'all were watching time, so I think this was, like, straight on an hour-long episode. And this, at this point, we're, like, 45 minutes into this episode. We all know it's, like, it's coming down. It's coming down, um, and it's going to set up everything that's coming forward. So you can, but I think um, we should really take a moment and talk about what the what the moms did to Angela Waters, and because uh, I think it's important, because I think it's something that you know we probably knew of people doing to some extent in our own high school experience, but um, essentially what Davy and the liars did, the you know the, the mom so, liars. Yeah, so Davy is the ringleader here. Right, she is the she's the uh, Regina George of the whole. Oh, very good, Absolutely. very good Mean Girl reference. Yeah, like she's Regina George. She's, she's Allison. Uh, she is Allison. Yeah, she's done with fetch is not happening on her watch, and Angela's trying to make fetch happen. She's done with it. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so the whole Tom be like so Tom Beasley rapes Angela Waters and Davies is just kind of a dumb girl at the time i don't mean that in a sexist way just she was dumb and while being a girl <laughs> that's what i mean by that and she's like yeah she had a coming she was always after him type thing so she decides that they are going to erase her that is the note that imogen finds in her mom's mouth is erase her and that's what they do not just the liars like they sort of get the whole school involved on just not acknowledging uh, um, Angela's existence whatsoever they essentially dehumanize her so that's by the time we see her in episode one and also the you know the recap here she's a feral human they've taken away like just the basic like recognizing that she has emotions and needs and everyone just is straight up fucking ignoring her except for at the end of it all, Davy plays one last trick on her to get her to that rave, saying, "Hey, you know, I'm so sorry. L- you know, let's just have fun. Like, let's put it behind us." And you know, she shows up, fucking like, you know, distraught. And they're like, "Uh, what are you doing here?" And that's what leads her up to the uh, the rafters, and she kills herself. And that's that is what Principal Clanton is the most. 
vindictive over is the fact that they essentially took away his daughter's humanity and that led her to a suicide. Yeah, because we've seen every mom's sin up until this point. Uh, we got a glimpse of Davy's sin uh, in the scene where Angela is leaving the bag of poop on the front doorstep and they drive away in the Jeep. Yeah. But yep. that's just, that's like a small instance compared to everything else, compared to the tattoo. Compared to the oh, God. <laughs> compared to the forbidden um, forbidden uh, lesbian relationship, Romance. compared to the knowledge of the rape and letting it go, um, and then compared to the blaming of the smoking, right, and just walking away and 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 you know the some stuff that has serious consequences. Driving away, yeah, it sucks. Like you got hemmed up. Did anybody that. notice that? Uh, Davy uses the word biatch. Well, I mean, it's it's late. <laughs> yeah, 90s. And that's, that was like one of those moments I, reali- I, I realized it was 1999 <laughs> and not like 1989. Because, uh, and that's just my 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 age gap to 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 back then. You know, I like to to think about teen horror slasher dramas. I'm just more upset that nobody said 80s. It. Yeah, I'm more upset that nobody said Hella at any point. See, I feel like hello is more of like a weird California thing that like a couple like rollerbladers would say in Texas. Maybe. Uh, I can tell you I'd never once felt cool enough to use the word hella, but uh, my my cousin Matt would say hella, he but always always sounded pretty forced. Mm, fair enough. I think I have used it on purpose, but it's worked. Any, anyhow. I promise you, Aaron, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, uh, I very much, I very yeah, much yeah. believe you. Fair uh, enough. Well, as this All episode... Right, where do we leave off at? Well, as this episode's coming to a close, of course, um, Greg's going to... like. There's got to be like consequences. They, they, they mentioned, right? Greg shows up in time, and all the stress um, forces Imogen into labor. Then you fast forward, Imogen's going to go into labor in the hospital, um, we're going to go by a scene where A has been captured. Are we, are we skipping over where she stabs A? Who? Oh, yeah, we are. We are missing that point. <laughs> That's why A is. Hey, guys, there's a chase. Imogen wins by stabbing him. The cops come. And now yeah, the pregnant, where we're the pregnant, Yeah, the pregnant chick runs away from the six foot six mass murderer um, and then overpowers him while while nine months pregnant and stabs him. Um, my my notes are Imogen pulled it off and safely squirted out a wee one. There you go. Uh, <laughs> squirted out. That's what I wrote. Clinton, uh, Clinton, I'm guessing, has been arrested after, who is it? Is it Tabby or is it Farron? Somebody slaps him in the head. Uh, I think it's Farron bounces him in the head with, or no, it's it's Tabby who crushes him in the head with the uh, teacher's nameplate. Uh, we're at the hospital. Imogen's having the kid, right? And... She decides to. She decides that they're going to give the kid up for adoption. To who? Wait. Oh yeah, the uh, it, Ezra and fucking Aria. Uh, Aria. <laughs> yeah, Ezra and yeah. Aria are going to get the kid. The nice people at the bookstore. Yeah. Uh, I hope that turns out to be another major plot point. I, who knows? Uh, who knows? But Ezra and Aria are. Are star-crossed lovers or star-crossed lovers from the original series? 
Uh, but Sheriff Beasley and Ar- Archie are also in the same hospital. They are. They are. So um, Imogen's gonna Imogen's gonna have her little have her kid. Uh, we find out that Marjorie that um, Noah's mom is gonna go to rehab, like actual rehab, this time. Um, Mouse's parents they're gonna go to couples therapy. Uh, Farron's mom is gonna stay in Millwood, He's staying yeah. instead of going back up to Philadelphia. I honestly hated this entire scene yeah, it was terrible. until the end. And then, like, oh, now it's going to be hard for me to, to, to sneak upstairs. Like, I heard that. I'm like, there'd be way it was terrible. more of a an issue if you had said that out loud. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. Like, fuck? Um, but it does look fun, yeah. so that's good. We're going to fast forward a little bit, and then you see somebody walks by the bed of where A was. And A is no longer there. So uh, at the time that season 10 had aired, season two had not been um, season two had not been uh, greenlit yet. Uh, I think when we recorded our last episode, season two had been greenlit that day. Yeah. And then we're going to end the season finale. The season finale ends with it's Christmas Day. It's Christmas night. Christmas Eve, maybe you get a little ringy ding of the doorbell, and Chip is going to answer. No, it's Ash. No, it's 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 Chip. No, it's it, Mouse is dating the the LBGTQ guy. Yeah, yeah, but it's not, and he's there. Why would Chip be there? Chip's the rapist. No, 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 no. Our final scene is Chip answering the door to his own house. Oh, motherfucker. I completely thought that was at the Christmas party. Nope. <laughs> Our final scene and, oh, is no. the doorbell. And Chip answers. That's on And me. opens it up and A's there. And then it oh fades my God. to black. That changes everything that I interpreted the show to be. Like, I thought they were all having Christmas together. Everything, Everyone's saying their nice thing. And Ash answers the door. And that's... And I was like, damn, sucks for Ash to get yeah. murdered right nope, away. Nope, it's Chip. I thought that was, I thought that was Mouse's, they, them. I thought boys, maybe you thought that Chip reconciled with Imogen, or Imogen was like, I've, cool, Chip I watched it, like, dude, I watched it twice, and I just didn't even catch it was Chip. I don't know. Not an idiot. Yeah. No, it's Chip. Fair enough. Yep, so we're going to end the season Fuck. with possibly Chip being murdered. But we don't know, because it fades to black. You got to assume he's probably, Chip's, Chip's got his comeuppance. Um, I do know that, so there was a scene which was very jarring because she just gave birth and the producers or whoever decided like, yeah, yeah, we'll just take the fat suit off of Imogen. So she's like jarringly like Skinny again. back to normal looking. <laughs> yeah. You're like, like, oh man, either like 16 year olds give birth way different than anyone else or they decide to just like take the fat suit. Off. I don't know. I, I don't there's know. a girl I went to high school with who um, is a again a high school girl. As soon as she squirted it out, it was all well, out. She's a camp gladiator instructor, and so she's same age I am, right? She's 36, and she's on like kid three, and she's like when she gets pregnant, she gets super because pre- she's she's just fit, right? All she does is camp gladiator right. for her entire business, so she's just trimmed. And then 
whatever she get, like she gets the super prego and then within like a month of her having a kid once she goes back to working out it's back down to where she was oh that's crazy all right it's well, absurd i'm just saying it is like she went from super knocked up to like oh yeah like that never happened but they're sitting around the table and I think it's Tabby and Imogen and Tabby's mom. She's like, no, I do want to press charges. And then A takes it into his own. Yeah. Yeah. But boom. That's it. Season one, Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin. Looking forward to season two. I I really enjoyed it. Like season two can, uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready to do that. I guess next year sometime. At some point. Well, I'm assuming they probably release it. If they get it into production soonish, they will probably be able to re- release it around the same time. Because it, it's a good little September, October show, I yeah. think. Like, it's kind of like a... It, it was a nice little warm-up for spooky season. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Well, it's no Stranger Things, I'll say that. Oh, my God. Stranger Things is really good. Well, the first season was really masterful television, and I still enjoy the rest of it, but I recognize that the first season was, you know, lightning in a bottle. I agree. I agree. So are you still abstaining from watching uh, the Hobbit series? No, no. I kicked it off. I got, uh, I think, okay, like three I knew you episodes were tr- in. I know you were trying to read all of the sim- similarity, and I'm like, that's a big book. I don't know if he's going to ever just, see I the show. I can't. I can't. Um, and I feel like that one, I feel like s- that book is probably just too much into the weeds. And if you really, like, this is what I do. Like, if I really have a question about some fucking elf character, I'm like, I'm going to go to the one of the many Wikipedias dedicated to this. I think there's, like, one wiki to rule them all or some shit. Oh, yeah. And they have one for so, Star Wars, too. So, like, yeah. The Lord, uh, Wikipedia. Game of, Thrones, Game of Thrones has it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hey, the Game uh, of Thrones ones is really good if, if you uh, like reading those books been wa- or watching those. So, yeah, we're on, we're, we're watching both, and which gets confusing. So I'll probably have to do Lord of the Rings again, or I'm sorry, the Rings of Power again. But I really, really, really enjoy Rings of Power. I think it's really good. Dude, I, I want a better TV to watch that show. Yeah, it's it's shot incredible. Like it, they, it's really really well done. Um, I don't so far. I don't think everything like is a, like a money shot in there, dude. Like you can see where there's the, not a the, character the by like you know like kind of like glob onto like fuck yeah that guy's amazing so far. But I feel like that'll change. I, Ron I know, Deere like, is dope, but like you know maybe yeah, he's I not. Know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I don't. We've been yeah, yeah really liking that. Feel show. neutral about all of them, but I wonder if that's by design. We've been watching um, the patient. Actually, uh, we picked that one up on Hulu. That's the Steve Carell. That's yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the commercials. Right? Um, first couple episodes are really good. I think we're like mid-season lull right now. Okay. Um, it's also the final season of Atlanta, which I'm I've been keeping up with. I've got to finish that. Yeah, because I actually still need. The, for some reason, I realized I didn't watch episode ten of last mm. season, which is a weird season. Wait, you have to, and you have to, and that one's really. I, I screwed I just, up. I, I started it the other day, and I was like, oh, shit. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard's. Not Peter. Uh, one of the Sarsgaard's, yeah. isn't it? So that one's really weird, and I actually, if I thought about it before season, because season four just started like two weeks ago, I would have gone back and watched the season finale of season three going into episode one, because yeah. it would have clicked a little bit more. 
Um, but yeah. Also, uh, Res Dogs really. Rec- oh yeah, dude. We're still recording. Yeah, res- we're still recording. We're just gonna go with this. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> res Dogs. I really, I really, really, really endorse Res yeah, Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. And I haven't got res- there yet. Or, uh, reservation Dogs, right? Reservation Dogs. Reservation. Yeah, dogs. that one's yeah. really good. Um, I guess this the last episode has a new Turnpike song on it because it's all set in Oklahoma. Yep, it is. And there are t- there are Turnpike songs throughout the whole fucking yep. episode, the series. They're so, very good. Uh, they do a really good job of making that feel like Oklahoma and not like a fake Oklahoma in my yeah. opinion. Uh I'm I'm a fan of it by a lot. Yeah, uh we just sort of like put it on one night like, oh shit, this is really good. We have to pay attention to this. So I'm trying to think of anything else that we're that we're like actively Hocus Pocus two is out and, and it was delightful. It just was not good. I thought it was. I thought it was I thought it was cute. Like there was some definitely. We drank a whole bottle of wine through it, and I thought it like, was enjoyable. Like it was cute. It was nowhere near the quality of the first one stuff. was. I mean, the first one was. I mean, this one had a better budget, I'm sure. Yeah, it <laughs> it did, but it still wasn't as good. Uh, I did like that. Oh, brought yeah, back I, Billy, the uh, zombie. Billy, yeah, the original Billy was there. Uh, I thought the Roombas the were Roomba, good. Yeah, for Sarah Jessica Parker was really fun. I, I really enjoy Sam Richardson and everything he does. So, you know. uh, we just started watching. What about Binks? Binks. So no. Binks isn't there. Brittany brought that up too. She's like, "What the fuck? No talking." Yeah, cat. Binksy isn't there. But they do make a they do make an a uh, uh, what's it called an illusion a l l u illusion. They allude. Yeah, not not an illusion. Yeah, they, uh, an illusion. They allude to. Yeah, they allude to it uh, when. The guy who runs the magic shop has the black cat, and they're like Binks. Yeah, yeah, it's not him. I, I kind of enjoy that they uh, sort of put a modernist uh, spin on the Sanderson sisters. Like they weren't just like evil child. I really like the backstory. Say. I did really like the backstory. Yeah, like like oh, like she just like didn't want to be married to where the fuck this like minister I, wanted to, and she wanted to escape with her sisters I, who she kind of want a hookup. Hocus Pocus three, where it's them or, as or like a Hocus Pocus point five, like a prequel, that's what I want. Set back yeah, then. like the point five, where yeah. it's just them growing up in Salem, Mass. Uh, of course, uh, Caitlin is from the area. Her father being from Boston. Oh, okay. Her father being from Boston. Her growing up in Vermont, and them having a lot of family in Boston goes back and forth. And her, well, I feel like the whole area is probably just like a board, a baseline spooky so all she, year. Like the opening scene of Salem, Mass, twenty twenty two. You know, whenever it's supposed to be, and they're, dry, you know, they're riding through, and it's the old New England esque town. She goes, Salem doesn't. Salem's yeah. not that nice. It's a fucking shithole. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's probably true. <laughs> I know people like who have gone up there for like Halloween. Like, oh no, I'm doing. I'm finally going to Salem for Halloween. Yeah. And like, it's either very touristy attractiony or it's like just sort of like an offshoot of Boston. I just, just want to hear. I just want to hear about the stories of people who book fl- book flights to Salem so they can go do this and then realize that Oregon is cold as shit during the winter, <laughs> <laughs> and they end up in the wrong Salem. I mean, same thing like Portland's. Like, there's a Portland, Maine, and a, and Oregon, and they both have a lot of breweries. Yep. So That's- like. You're like, oh, I'm uh, I'm going to Portland for the beers. And you're like, oh, yeah, got it. And then you're like, fuck, I'm in Maine. So this brought up, so before we end the episode, because I think this is a fun talking point, because season 10, episode 10, we love this. 
Uh, I'm of course going to have thoughts on how season two is going to go, but you just brought up Portland, Maine. Um, what is a good, what is your like one obscure travel destination that you want to go to? Not like banger, man. You want to go to banger? I want to go. I want to see Stephen King's house. I mean, that makes sense. So that's like your obscure travel destination. Yeah, uh, Banger, Maine, and Uray, Colorado. What? Which one? Uray. Why, why? What's there? So it's there's like a bunch of hot springs there, but now I keep reading these like science fiction and horror books, and for whatever reason, I, there must be like a writers' colony in Uray because it's like a little. It's like it's considered the little Switzerland of America. Like it's just very picturesque. Beautiful little town, but I think a lot of writers go there. So it's like settings in so many books I've been reading lately. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go there. Okay. Hell like yeah. Ch- uh, that Chuck Wendig book. Uh, did you get... Um, Which one? The one I just it. finished? Not Book of Accidents, but the other one I told you. Oh, about. no. I haven't read that one yet. It's a... I'm, yeah, it's a huge I one. Forgot well, to, that one. I forgot to take that, that book one, I'm U- reading. Uray, Uray plays a factor in that book. It also gets mentioned in this other book. Yeah, so Uray and Banger, Maine. That, that, those are my okay. two. Aaron, do you have like... What about you? Oh. Uh, so I've always just wanted to go to the... Um, what is it? The Black Hills? I've always wanted to go to South Dakota. It's South Dakota? Okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. The, I don't know why. Um, it's it's between that and Wyoming. Um, and I just I just want to I just want to go and both good gets I think I just want to go and experience because people have this like I think people have this strange misconception of what the West is like right so you know when you watch these westerns and when you hear the tales of the 1800s um, it's Colorado it's Texas it's New Mexico it's Arizona but I want to experience that. I want to experience the cold cowboy culture. Like, what are those cowboys doing in Wyoming? What are they okay in you, the Dakotas? You get a feel for that in like Lonesome Dove and uh, Unforgiven to an extent. Yeah, but instead of you know, hey, you're the cowboy from Texas. I want to see what like that cowboy living like in Wyoming. Um, now, I'm not talking like Jackson Hole, right, or anything crazy like that. Uh, the the nat- the big popular but i think south dakota for some reason i don't know why i just think south dakota would be a cool place to go for like an extended week in a very small community town where there's there's yeah. a couple bars there's you know the the um, general store uh, very much like Wahlberg. If you took Wahlberg and you transplanted it into South Dakota, like that's what I want to experience. Nice. Yeah, that sounds nice. Uh, and not, not even like the hunting or anything that like that. Just the no, just getting out. Yeah, there. Just getting out you there. Know, I think that'd be fun. Aaron, do you have any like just yeah. obscure? Because everybody wants to do the Bora Bora and Morocco and you know the those. Wahlberg, Texas. Yeah. He's going like, to do it I, next week. At some point, I'm going to Santorini. I, I just want to go to Santorini. I think that'd be stunning. Oh, fuck yeah. That'd be dope. Greece. But, yeah. do you, Aaron, do you have like that obscure people are like, why the fuck would you ever want to go there kind of destination? Yeah, I would say um, the Azores. 
Well, I I would understand why you'd want to go there. That makes sense. The Azores. Yeah. Uh, the Azores, uh, Seychelles. Um, those are the two I can think off the top of my head. So, uh, just kind of that uh, North Atlantic uh, climate uh, for the Azores. Uh, very mountainous, uh, volcanic islands. Uh, European culture definitely there because uh, the, the Azores are Port- off Portugal. Of Portugal yep mm-hmm. and so one of those islands has the world's largest wave like once a year one of those islands in Azores has like just an absolute bone crusher of a just wall that they surf yeah but then they have you know food and drink uh, the maritime culture especially yeah. for like North Atlantic maritime culture or or, or North uh, hemisphere. Yeah, like cable cable knit sweaters, hook hands. Thank you, Captain Silver, Long John Silver, uh, <laughs> especially for fast food. Uh, the the Seychelles is another one of those, but definitely more in the uh, South Pacific tradition. Um, just kind of being a picturesque uh, destination. Outside of that. I think the most wild like place that I could ever think about wanting to go to, like the Aleutian Islands, you're almost touching Russia. Um, I, okay. There's some yeah. there's some really weird borders, uh, also between China and North Korea, which are really interesting. They have like a, a shared prefecture, um, and you're to me it's just kind of mind boggling when you think about the notion of borders, but that's a whole nother conversation. I'd love to get down you to know. Antarctica. Like, I think it'd be fun to grab a tip of Antarctica and just get down there and like be able to set foot on that continent. Yeah. If you could, is that the one in the you, South or the North? I can't remember the South. South. They, so you can take my, Same. and my, my grandfather's from, done it. They uh, took a, from Argentina. They took a cruise out of, I think they took a cruise out of, Chile. I do a you chick can get that, that from so Chile. I think they do took the like that. Go down to Antarctica for. Um, so I think they took the cruise out stuff. of Chile and they went down. Uh, is that the Cape of Good Hope at the bottom of South America? Or sounds right. I th- it's a Cape. Yeah, but they went down, and I'm pretty. Sh- I can't remember if they started at Argentina and went down around to Chile, or if they started in Chile and came back up to Argentina. Either way, it'd be super cool. But they cool. got close enough, and he sent me photos from, from like from the San- Santiago to Buenos Aires. Oh, so he yeah. sent me photos, uh, you know, years and years ago, of course, by email because it's in the early 2000s. Uh, but he sent us photos because they went around the Cape there, and they took them far enough south that they physically saw uh, Antarctica from the boat. Now it's off in the distance, and they're like, "Hey, that is Antarctica over there." But there it was. Um, that'd be the yeah. Falkland Islands, I bet. Yeah, uh, possible. Oh, that'd be cool. Just I like to go to the Falkland Islands. There was and, like, that. Just like have a British flag. There was that flight. Um, so there was a flight out of Australia. Um, but basically, if it, was it was during the Falkland Wars. So there was a the Falkland War. There was a routine flight. That used to go. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there was a routine flight that used to fly over Antarctica. Basically, you would leave uh, Australia until they misguided yeah. it. Yeah. So until what? Yeah. Things. So it was it was a it was a flight that would leave like Australia, I think, 
Does that sound right, Cody? Yeah, it's either Australia or New Zealand. And it was just like, you didn't land anywhere. You just did like a, a round trip. Yeah. To say you did it. Yeah. It, you would fly over Antarctica. But the problem is, is so Aaron, um, you walk out of your house, right? So here you go. Aaron, you're going to walk out of your house one day. And it's snowing. Okay. And everywhere you turn, you are still facing the same direction effectively. Right? So it's one of those things. So for for uh, aviators, uh, navigation is pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah, you you're you're on the exact track of it. Yeah, so that's kind of where I, I thought you were going with that, where um, navigation kind of yeah. Goes out so the basically, window, like um, there was there was a flight in there was a flight that went over, and it was a charter flight, and you used to be able to do this shit all the time. Um, it was New Zealand Air New Zealand. There you go. Uh, but basically, like, once you get to the South Pole there, the magnetic poles fuck with you. And there is a point, of course, because that is the geographic south, but there's also a magnetic south. And once you get over that point, your compass just starts spinning. Well, you need to head back northeast or north or whatever the case may be. But if you flew a little too far south, then that north is not the same north that you came back at. You know, like... It just screws with all this stuff. Um, it, it it's it's awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find this and I'll send it to you. But I think it'd be cool. I just I it. just found it. It's the Mount Erebus disaster. Yep, that's the one. And so they essentially have a heart like their navigation is all fucked up, like Jay mentioned, and they just fly smack into this mountain because they couldn't. Like, line of sight was fucked up. Their navigation's fucked up. Like, it just... Yeah. And so... But what's funny is, I guess they started doing that stuff again. <laughs> They're trusting the uh, the navigation again. Well, it's all... Uh, GPS at this point will help you, but back then, it's all magnetic. No, absolutely. Yeah, so, like, now they're saying there's fly to Antarctica. Discover Antarctica with swoop. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we flying cruise trip. Before we get too far off course, uh, of course, I need predictions for season two. So, Aaron, uh, you being the virgin to the whole Pretty Little Liars series, I need give me give me one prediction you think is could very well happen, and give me your off the wall Cody prediction here. Can I tell you what I'd like to see happen? Yeah, absolutely. Our heroes become the villain. Okay. They're they're little liars, dude. How does that those, happen? Those little bitches. She become... bitches. She bitches because we gendered it because bitches is now a gender neutral oh, term. I'm, I'm so sorry. I was trying to be funny and then I realized how how gross it sounded. I hope that our heroes become villains in in the same way that uh, any hero sees himself become a villain okay, as put so like by Christian Harvey. Bale and Bat Batman. Yeah, Harvey. You know they they just remain in power for so long. All right. What's your obscure one that you hope, or what's your obscure prediction? Sheriff Beasley isn't dead after being stabbed. Boom. 
All right. I like that. You guys stabbed a lot though. Yeah. So all right, Cody, you give me your give me your reasonable and your the general Cody <laughs> prediction, which actually played out true this time where Principal Clanton was a So That was wild, by the way. I owe you, I owe you guys both a lone star. <laughs> reasonable would be something like A, it starts out, A is kidnapped Chip. Not just killed him on the spot. Kidnapped Chip. And he brainwashed. No, God damn it. I'm already going into off the wall. Like, that's where my head goes. I'm just going with it. We'll go with it. A, A grabs Chip and brainwashes him to be a targeted rapist for to enact revenge upon those who A feels wrongs others. So it gets really fucked up. Okay. Do you have a reasonable? Off the wall. Off the wall would be uh, Davy comes back from the dead. Okay, I'll just stop like, you there. <laughs> <laughs> just stop you there. Uh, okay, <laughs> reasonable prediction is reasonable. I don't know how reasonable it is. There is no reasonable prediction no, for this show. So I think reasonable prediction is season two is. The fight for the mom's lives. They're going to continue to be hunted down. Uh, that Archie understands the target, and he's just going to continue to hunt them down. Unreasonable prediction is the girls, being our five main characters, befriend A and use him to do their evil bidding against anybody who they deem they basically become the morality police and turn this turn Millwood into uh, a Puritan society and it is now the scarlet letter with murder for anybody who uh, does anything wrong that's my unreasonable prediction there okay that's fair that's kind of what I said yeah okay but less less rapey less rapey (laughs) Um. Yeah. So are I think that d- are we re- are we uh, recording live from uh, Possum Creek Ranch next week? Or uh, are we probably calling not. it a bye week? Probably not. Next week <laughs> we can record next week though. We can record this week. We'll we'll sort that out in the details offline. Um, yeah. But cool. Any- Everyone's live in person in a couple weeks. We'll talk more about that this coming week. Yeah. Any uh, closing thoughts before I get into socials? Man, I can't wait to see you, motherfuckers. There you go. It's been a ride. It's been a ride. All right. Uh, Facebook.com slash Drunk Weekend Review. Tw- uh, pretty little loggers at gmail.com. For our good friends and Drunk Weekend Review for the old school fans at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Drunk Weekend Review. Twitter, nobody uses it. Uh, I think we have a Pinterest somewhere. It's probably just going to be gardening ideas um, and Tumblr, but they took all of our dick pics down now since you can't show any. Uh, NSF we're on t- we're on TikTok doing uh you know recipes you shouldn't try at home. Mm, I did just make some little smoke. I did make pigs in a blanket scratch today, which I was very proud of. And then Caitlin made a great uh, apple crumble yesterday, which was incredible. Huh. We've that done nothing nice. but co- we've been riding out a hurricane, right? So we've just been cooking for two days. Uh, I think that's it for socials. Aaron, Cody, y'all got anything? I got nothing. All right, Cody, take us home, and we'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Sleep tight, little bitches. Mm